Hi. <laughs> Why? Why would you do? Why would you do the thing? Why do you do that? Bro? Because it's like the angle. Hey guys, welcome back to the next Renewable Podcast. Here I am, your host Oscar, joined by my lovely wife. Hi. And my also equally as lovely brother-in-law over here. His name is David, and he'll be joining us for our pretty scary theme for today, which is a little more in the paranormal side of things. And um, we're going to have a lot of fun and probably get a little spooked. Have fun. You remember that next door neighbor of mine? Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> He's playing the intro and like fading yeah. it in, but he can't hear I the can't, intro. Yeah, I don't have the headphones on today, so I can't hear anything. But normally you can hear the, the, the intro. <laughs> like, you know? I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, first story for you guys today here is, am I the asshole for not caring or saying that my apartment is haunted to a new roommate? Oh boy, where do I even begin with this one? First off, this post isn't about the science or lack thereof of what the paranormal is or isn't. I want to be somewhat distanced from that. Lived here for about two years, one night in my second month when I was about to go to sleep on the couch, I heard what sounded like a mechanical tune from a children toy chest for like about four to five seconds. A jack-in-the-box would be a fair explanation. I was half asleep and just attributed to the dream-induced auditory hallucination or a sound from the TV. It occurred again another night, which got me interested. I wondered if it was something coming from the outside, since a window was ajar. Maybe another apartment? But I don't hear any other external sounds in this old, thick concrete block. Not a peep. The third time around, I froze in my steps, and the top of my mind went to echoes from the past. I mean, this is just fucking cool, and sort of sweet. I can't characterize it very well. It's tiny, but sounded like it's neither near or far. It sounds like it's on the floor, but under a thick blanket like an ice cream truck is around the corner or something. Occurs about once every other week. For me, it's just like a, well, I guess that happened type of thing after the first instances of this. Was I supposed to be freaked out or something? There's also a few other type of sounds like a split second sound of a drawer or cabinet opening type thunding. Can't say I really care that much. Sometimes I don't even remember until I'm reminded of it. I decided to reduce the cost by getting a roommate a few months ago. I met someone for coffee and hit it off. No apparent issue as far as the ability to pay or owning too much stuff. No pets, agreeable demeanor, etc. And move-in day was a breeze. But as it turns out, well, let's just say some people are more sensitive than others. I received a call one evening and she was hysterical and had barricaded herself in her room. I rushed home. She said she was in the kitchen minding her own business when all of a sudden she was startled by what sounded like thudding, which of course was followed by Casper's silly toy playing ass. The immediate impression was that of an intruder, and she panicked and ran to her room. Her anxiety was so bad, I had to take her out to a bar to have some beers to help her take the edge off. I apologized that I didn't tell her about it. It just slipped my mind, really. But did I have to apologize? Informed her she's free to leave without paying or accept some lower rent. She just kept looking at me like I'm some asshole running a house of horrors, while I just kept shrugging and downing forest banquets. Okay. I wanted to start off with this one because it's like the lowest level of any sort of like horror or any sort of paranormal. Like it's literally like the starting point. Right. But I also wanted to start off with this one because I'm like, this is kind of like a, a, a base to where we all stand with this. Right. Like, do we believe in paranormal activity? Do we not believe in paranormal activity? Like, 
is this kind of thing that you'd be like, I don't really care if I hear a toy every now and then. Or is this the kind of thing where like, you're like, oh, shit, I heard a sound. I'm the fucking out of here, you know? So what are you guys' thoughts on this? For me, I for sure, I would like to know. I do believe in ghosts, in the paranormal. Okay. So if that was happening, like, on a constant, regular basis... <laughs> No, like, do you, I'm out of there. Do you expect it like on the on the application? You're like, uh, yeah, it's like a bathroom, a little bit of a leakage in the in the toilet. Also, there's like a, a toy that always plays at the 3 a.m. in the morning. Is yes. that kind of thing that you're yes. okay? Okay. Do you do you also like want someone to like state it off the bat when you're moving into a new place? Definitely, and I think you you know that we I, all here believe. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I feel like it makes the the apartment less likable to be moved into, though. You know, so I it makes it a little harder for the weirdos, actually. Oh, people that want to hear the noise at three a.m. Yeah. and stuff. I don't think it, you have to say on the application, but I think for sure it's like, hey, also let you know. Yeah, maybe there's, when they're touring. There's yeah, yeah, but okay. Because also, like, I but, feel like this scenario it was even worse because she experienced it by herself. For the first time ever. Yeah. And no warning. So, but like, that also puts it into perspective, too, though. Like, some people aren't sensitive to things like that. Some people just don't care or don't believe or just science it out, right? So, like, to them, it's like, why would I have to tell them about a sound I hear? It's like, do you tell somebody that you hear, like, the wind hitting the, the, uh, the windows, you know? Like, you don't tell that to nobody in the applications. And maybe it's because you don't believe, you know? So, like, where do you draw the but line? But this person sounds like they... Okay, they said that they don't want to talk about whether they believe or not, but mm -hmm. it sounds like they recognize that it's something that's not there, right? So Yeah, but they don't they don't care enough about it, I guess. Like like I guess are there like any sort of levels to it? Like is it oh, a toy that you hear every once in a while? Eh, it's too low to care about, you know? But like once some a, a chair gets thrown across the room, oh yeah, I'll t I'll put in the application then, you know? Like where do you where do you tell somebody? Is just, it the minimalist minimalist thing or what? I don't even know. I I can't even get into the mindset of OP just because I'm like, who is okay with this? <laughs> yeah, it's an apartment. Like if it's a house, I kind of get it. You know, like you bought a house, you have a mortgage. Yeah. It's a lot to deal with. But if it's an apartment, yeah, who who's okay with just having? I this? would leave. Yeah, <laughs> would you really? <laughs> I mean, how? Uh, okay, okay, the first time around, right? Like let's say you just hear it randomly whatever 3 p.m it's not even nighttime it's not whatever it's 3 p.m right and you hear the, the sound is that is that at that point that you then decide to leave or is it like oh that could have i guess been my neighbors maybe someone right outside the door is the one that you know well actually like in the house that we grew up like we heard noises and that was like well known with like everyone in the family in the neighborhood and and we were just living there so actually <laughs> actually I don't know if you remember, but okay, so you're my older brother and we have a younger brother and you're four years older than me. So you're Wait, this isn't your younger brother? <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to I need to have some good points coming into this, you know? Oh um, god. But anyway, uh, we would be left alone quite often, which is normal for Mexico. Um, and I think that you were the most aware because you were older than everyone. So I think your coping mechanism for the weird stuff when we were alone was just to pretend it was a friendly ghost. So, <laughs> yeah. You have your own Casper? Okay. Yeah. No, yes, he called it Casper, oh, the friendly did? ghost. Yeah. How old were you at this point? Probably what? like five, seven. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. So you weren't that old. You were no. just no. a little older than you guys. You guys were probably what, like two, three? Yeah. Okay. You well, remember all of this? Yeah. Dang. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. I can't remember anything before like six. And the something. reason why I was like able to like cope with that is because my dad literally like one of the nights, because I was like freaking out as usual. He okay. like he made it a, uh, like a fun game out of it. In the middle of the night, everything was okay. dark. And we were just like crawling around the floor, just like saying, like, there's nothing here. Like okay. we're just like like adventuring into the wilderness. And that was what calmed me down. So I think from there, like I was like, okay, like it's the friendly job. Oh, so like he basically it's like um uh, there's like a, some sort of therapy for this exposure therapy or something. He like exposure therapy on you, where like if you're scared of snakes, they put snakes on you and in, in a in a controlled environment. So that way you're not as scared of it. He kind of did that to you. Yeah. For ghosts. Now that I think about it, does my dad believe? Oh. I think he might. I think he does. He seems like the kind of guy that would. I've seen stuff. But I, and you know what? We were, we were just talking about, like, who just says, like, whatever about it. That was my dad. Yeah. He was literally like, yeah, I see these things happening. Like, the <laughs> lights are flickering. <laughs> we're hearing things. There's like, okay, well, what are we going to do? Whatever. My mom... She kind of like she wouldn't cuss, but she would like quote unquote cuss out the ghost because oh yeah she yeah about this. do you remember because like um my dad li- didn't live with us for a long time right so she said that whenever she would be cooking um the phone would ring which would be my dad calling and she would go f- answer it and then when she came back like the pot was thrown off the stove and we're all too oh. little to reach the stove yeah you know and it was not like it was at the edge of the stove and it's a big pot so how would it just be like yeah flown we've had um my and she would cuss it out <laughs> that's funny yeah, she'd be like about... pinchy ghost you know <laughs> that's that's funny um uh by the way pincha means like a like darn ghost it's a little stronger than darn yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah and and spanish but uh yeah we had similar experiences like that too when I was living with my my aunt, like we'd be having like a really great time in the living room, and all of a sudden, just like pots would come flying out of like the the cabinets, and also from like the sink, they would just like, be thrown out. And then they had a different reaction, not like your mom. They'd be like, "Oh, what's going on?" Blah, blah, whatever, <laughs> like just get out of here for like a few minutes, whatever. Yeah, so there's that. Yo, who the fuck making a mess over there? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that seems like your mom. Um, top comment here, though, is not the asshole. They are renting. It's their job to ask about the apartment. It's no different from broken shower door or not working AC. If you show them the room and they agree to everything, then it's their fault for not asking. I mean, you don't ask if this house is haunted too often, but simple, is it quiet at night is a normal question. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of like how I was talking about earlier. Like, when, when do you how do you know when to ask how do you know when to tell like yeah broken ac unit um you know there's also like a, a crack on the door and there's like three ghosts here that constantly scratch my back at night like what do you when do you say <laughs> this <laughs> when do you you know and when do you ask i guess i think i wouldn't like think to ask if someone's acting like normal i i just i get in my own head right like yeah. i would talk about this so i wouldn't I wouldn't come in and assume that someone isn't talking about it if something's happening. Yeah, but the thing the thing is is like sometimes oh, this is hard because like sometimes people don't believe again. It's like I told you this story like a million times, but like when we moved into like one of our when we were, okay like a few years back we moved into a bigger apartment uh, than the one we were living in with when I was with my parents, 
And we moved in, and we were only there for, like, two nights. Because that night, when we went to go sleep, my mom was, like, super uneasy. Like, she was, like, anxiety to, like, the highest, you know? And we all decided to sleep in the same room that night uh, just because it was, like, you know, just nice. Um, uh, and she was, like, super anxious, super, super anxious. And I started feeling anxious, too, because I, I, I like to believe that, like, I have, like, I can, I can feel, like, paranormal activity. But on top of that, I, I can feel... I have, like, this really close attachment to my mom. Like, whenever she's scared, I feel scared. So, <clears throat> and uh, normally when she's scared, it's normally a bad sign. But regardless, um, she felt, like, super anxious and scared. She kept staring at a closet, like, right across the, 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 the bedroom. And she kept staring at it and staring at it. And she was, like, like, like have you ever seen somebody, like, like, like scared of somebody? Like, if, like maybe it's, you feel like they're going to, like, shoot you or whatever? Like, that's the level of scared that she had. And she was looking at that closet. She made us move out that night. Like, we had to move out. The next morning, my dad went to talk to the manager, and she was like, hey, is there something wrong with the apartment? And the manager was like, oh, yeah, somebody hung themselves in the closet. They committed suicide in the closet. And so, like, it's just, it's weird because, like, my mom knew that, right? Like, she could sense that off the bat, and, like, she felt like something was there watching her. But on top of that, like, this manager didn't care. She was like, oh, yeah, it's clean. We know we washed it. You can move in. You know, so they they don't say it. Well, because I think I'm pretty sure, I, I think there's a lot that they have to disclaim it. But I think it's only if you're like buying. I don't know if you're renting, and then I'm mm, pretty sure there's like so, a, huh? a like a expiration of like x amount of years or x amount of time. Then you don't have to disclaim it. And it varies between states. Really? Mm-hmm. Wait, this has been a, like a, a thing already. Like uh, certain laws when buying houses and renting and that you need to disclose disclaim. if, if murder crazy. or death, like. Yeah, murder, suicide, suicide. any type of death. Just like a death in happening. Yeah, that's weird. But uh, I guess after like reading like what the person said, like I don't think the person was was an asshole, but it's just hard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think not not an asshole for sure because they gave that person an out. It was like you can move out or if you want to stay. Generous about it too. They're like, oh, you don't have to pay rent anymore. Blah blah whatever. Uh, but yeah, honestly though, like the next ones. Again, like I mentioned at the beginning, it's kind of like a level up. So stick to the end because the end ones are the really, really good ones. But um, uh, the the next one is going to, it's kind of similar to this, a little bit of a, a tougher, like to digest. But um, uh, we'll, we'll probably continue this conversation then. Um, but just to jump over to it, it is, I don't believe in ghosts, but I think my house is haunted. To start off, I like to say this is not the house in which I live in every day. This is a summer home that I live in for three to four months each year. Next, I would like to say that I do not believe in paranormal activity or ghosts whatsoever, but I don't know what else to say. Thirdly, weird things have happened in my house before, but I have put it out to the house shifting and settling as it is old. Finally, getting to the point, last night at around 3 a.m., yes, my sleep schedule is garbage, my bedroom door opened. I was lying in my bed and nobody else was in the house. I assumed that it was just the house settling. A bit later, I went to the kitchen to get some water and all the cabinets were open. The last person to use them, me, had left them closed. Again, I guessed the house was settling. I got my water normally and went back to my room and decided to go to bed. I was getting changed and saw myself in the mirror, covered in scratches. My back, sides, legs, arms, and stomach are all still covered in scratches that had not been there before. Most of the rest of the stuff that happened was just the doors opening and closing and lights turning on and off in moderation. But I'm still creeped out. 
I've never stepped on this house, but last night it felt like something was watching me. If someone can explain, please do. I don't know how I'm going to sleep tonight. <laughs> Are the scratches is the house settling as well? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe, you know, it's just a bed shifting or something. Um, uh, yeah, so like I said, it's just another level to this, okay? So I guess now at this point, what do you do, right? You're not a believer of ghosts, but you can't prove it. You do, obviously don't have a cat or something that can scratch you all over the place. Also, how did you not notice when you were getting scratched? But aside the point. Like, is this when you're like, okay, I'm calling it quits. I'm getting the fudge out of here. I believe in ghosts now. Or like, do you still try to prove it with science, you know? So where do you draw the line? That's what I'm asking. I just think that too many, this was too many things. Like I have been by myself, you know, and it does get yeah. kind of scary sometimes. And I just like to put things off. Like sometimes I see something moving in the corner. I'm like, okay, well, I try to mimic what happened and a lot of the times it's just yeah. like the way that i passed my reflection like something and it, it was myself something yeah or i will be walking by quick something quickly and it from the corner of my eye it looked like a face or something but i turned around and it was just like um i have stuffed animals so it might have been one of my stuffed animals or a lot of times it could yeah. be just nothing you know True. um yeah. And especially when you're by yourself and a little scared, you might make things up I, in I your head. I think the worst is that, like, when you hear something, right? Like, yeah. for example, there's been multiple times where you just hear a loud thud, like, another, like, we're sleeping, and then you just hear boom or something, right? Like, a real loud sound. And um, I, I can't go to sleep. I'm not, I just can't. Like, I need to go find out what the hell it was. Because if I don't find out, I'm like like there's a ghost here or something you know yeah. like what the hell's going on um and usually it can be explained right like maybe something falls from our set um like maybe something falls from our cabinets over here whatever it is right um and normally it can be explained but this do you got scratches on your back homie like mm -hmm. what how do you explain that you just i think at that point you just have to be a believer and dip you know i, I would i would totally <laughs> go like calling junior up hey i'm, I'm sleeping at your house today yeah yeah would you just get out of there or what yeah at that point like, <laughs> yeah. i mean i i know i just said the same thing about the other apartment but yeah I, <laughs> okay i okay. don't i don't I, fuck with no ghosts i guess like house a, is up for sale <laughs> yeah it's this guy seems like a pretty rich person too though they have a summer home bro i don't even got a home home <laughs> like you know um but yeah at that point yeah i'm getting rid of it okay but here's a good here's a good question here do you get rid of it and tell the, the new people you're trying to sell it to that you woke up with scratches and cabinets were opening? Or do you just try to okay. sell it for a good amount of money? <laughs> like, where, you know, now you're in the other seat. What do you do here? Oh, maybe, like, this one I will go for that target of people that are like, okay, I want to buy a haunted house. I mean, how I big that is that one, target? I don't know, but if, it, very big. if this is, like, the house that you live, like, three to four months each year... <laughs> Does it matter how long it like takes for you to sell that? I mean, was... you're still paying mortgage on it. If if you're is you're you paying the mortgage? No, no. I mean, he's not oh. saying he's not saying. But like, it, you're still paying rent for it. But aside of that, if you have a loan on this house, you're paying your mortgage for it. You know. But like, what do you mean it, by rent? Do you mean rent? like the like mortgage insurance? Like, no. Yeah, like mortgage insurance, or also rent like rent. um, uh, don't you have like property rent or something? Depending on where yeah. you. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, they're this person still paying for it. What are you trying to get rid of it? As soon as, honestly, like if I had it, uh, maybe I'm the worst type of person, but if I had a ghost in my house, bro, I'm, I'm probably going to try to just sell it. Like as, I'm going to try to paint it, make it all nice and stuff and, and try to sell it and get it out of my hands as soon as possible. Depending if they're, if they're Mexican, I just feel more inclined. I'm sorry. Maybe 
It doesn't sound good, but I feel more inclined to tell them because I feel like Mexicans believe a lot more on ghosts than the other yeah. race. Yeah. Well, I guess it, I, w- I guess I would try it out first. Like if I'm trying to sell it, and like the first visitor is like, "Hey, just so you know, <laughs> there is some paranormal activity that happens. I don't know if you believe okay. me or not, but it does happen." What about when I'm giving the tour? I'm just like, "Hey." How are the vibes? <laughs> do, do you feel good about this house? <laughs> Just ask them, like, <laughs> give them a survey at the end of the tour. It's like, yeah. did you feel haunted? <laughs> Any scratches that you can see visibly? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a pretty interesting uh, situation to be in. I, I do feel like maybe the first, I think that's probably the best scenario. Maybe the first people, yeah, let them know and see how they react. Yeah. And then go from there. See if you can still learn. Because uh. some people might be like, not a believer. Yeah, they're, they're like, like, oh, sure, okay, whatever. Bob, yeah. I'll just buy it. Uh-huh. And then that house is out for your hands. And yeah. Yeah. And at least you told them and you're not an asshole. Yeah. What I was I thinking so. was from what you said, you would like post it up as a haunted house, you know, like, or, or whatever. And then a few months go by. No one's really caring about the haunted house. So you're like, oh, crap. So there's not a big um, market for this. So you take it off and people come like, hey, I seen your history. <laughs> <laughs> it was once posted as a haunted house. What's up with that? Oh, yeah, it's not haunted anymore. Yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> Typo. Like, my bad. <laughs> if I'm getting anything from this is that I have to bring a freaking priest with me when yeah. I'm buying buy a house. And be like. So, how are you feeling yeah. in here? <laughs> Anything I need to know? Extra questions, definitely, that I'm, I'm getting out of this. Yeah, you, I think you have to always ask to see if there's anything and like, going on. Now it's, like, hard. Because, like, if you're buying, like, an older house, it's, like, if you ask, has anyone died here? It's, like, uh, most likely. And, and <laughs> Every place has someone who has, yeah, who has died like, there. Long history and stuff. Yeah, older houses are the ones that you have to watch out for, you know? Like, they build, like, nine, not even, like, maybe early 19s. Oh, man, I don't know about that one. That's like what a hundred years now. Like let's say they were building nineteen fifteen, right? Nineteen twenty. We're in twenty twenty two. That's a hundred years of people. Someone living. definitely died. Yo, yeah, someone definitely like maybe tripped and accidentally broke okay, their head I'm, or something. It could but, have been just right. died in their sleep, but, but. <laughs> yeah, next story. Maybe we're getting too much into it. All right, this one here. <laughs> Pretty sure I'm haunted. So I've male twenty two been living in my family's house for two years now. My great grandfather died in this house. And I also work in a kitchen that happened to be a morgue for a children's hospital. And for the last few months, whenever I'm sleeping or taking a nap or resting, I've been suffering from a sleep paralysis. It's never happened before living here. And lately, it's been happening more frequently. Every time it happens, I feel my arms pinned to my side with a horrible screeching sound right in my ears. One time, I've even heard an old man cackling in my ears. After it happens, I'm awake. I can feel something moving all around me right above my covers. And just pretend to stay asleep until I can grab my phone and keep it on me all night because that's when nothing happens anymore. I want to refuse to acknowledge it, so I pretend to stay asleep when this whole process happens. And I felt whatever happened to me tried to remove my covers, so I'll act like I'm asleep and just readjust my covers and reach for my phone. And I won't talk about it at home in fear of acknowledging it. will only make it worse than it is right now. The only times I don't notice anything is when I'm drunk, but even then, I'm not trying to become dependent for something that's probably nothing. I just feel like I need to talk about it somewhere, and I feel like I'm losing my mind. Ooh, okay, so this one, um, uh, I think this one is probably, like, a more common situation people do. Like, do you pretend that it's not there? Like, I think a lot of the times, um, uh, I think when I was younger and I'd feel something like in my bedroom or something just like at night, cause normally it's in the dark and a lot of times it's just your main, your mind playing games on you. Right. 
But like a lot of times, like you hear like maybe you feel like a shadow just move really quick through your room. And you're like, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Nope. Just going back to sleep. That didn't happen. Put my covers. Take my foot off the side of the bed. Put it underneath the covers again. Like, do you normally just pretend that you, it just didn't happen, or what? What's your mechanism to it? You know? I don't know. Cause okay, to this day, <laughs> I can't leave like my foot <laughs> hanging off of the bed. And mind you, like my bed that I have now, there's drawers underneath, so there's no space underneath there anymore. Because before, you could like you could I mean, fit a person underneath my bed, and you never know. <laughs> but now, like yeah. there's nothing there. But to this day, I still I can't sleep with my yeah. foot over. Like sometimes when I'm laying on my like stomach, yeah, I can't even have like my head, my hand hanging up. Is it just because of the fear that? You- Another yeah, hand will happened? touch you. What if something or happens? something grabs you? Yeah. Even the slightest, like, touch or anything will probably freak you out. Yeah. Point, huh? So, I guess, like, I'm not someone that can pretend that it's, like, not there. Well, I about, guess, I guess actually, I am about, someone that can pretend that it's not there. <laughs> what about at night? Like, let's say it's it's 4 a.m., you woke up a little bit, and you feel like you just open one eye, right? And then you feel like a light just flashed to your to your bedroom or something, or you feel like something moved real quick. Do you then pretend or do you then be like, oh, okay, I'm getting the fuck up. I'm going to turn every light on. I'm going to figure it out. I think I just like cut on the bed and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. But I, the other, a couple months ago, um, I was by myself. Okay. Um, Nathan, my boyfriend, was like traveling a lot. Mm-hmm. So I only had, it was my, myself and the dog, Sasha. Um, and we were in bed and normally I closed the closet door. <clears throat> but okay. this time I, I was already in bed, and I looked at it, and I'm like, I don't want to get up. So yeah. I'm, like, on my phone, and, like, all of a sudden, like, Sasha gets up on all fours and just stares at the closet. It's always the closet. Like, just not saying anything, just, like, stares. And, like, that that fucked me up. So I got up and closed the door, and I guess, like, I pretended that. Do you, that do you have any? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm just gonna I'm going to close this door now. Yeah. But I went back to sleep, and, like, everything was fine. So I don't know. How, what time was this? Was it like a night? I have no idea. You have no idea. Okay. I was. It was night for sure, <laughs> but I I don't I could not sleep by like midnight. It was like three p.m. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. No. Do you have any like toys in there that Sasha usually likes to bite on? Any shoes? No, Nothing. No. Sasha I mean, doesn't even like this closet. Does she have any clothes that she, she normally hangs up on there? She in and stuff like that, but she she doesn't have any toys in there. Nothing. Like. And that yeah. it's so funny because I I kind of like said to myself like Yeah, I talk to myself sometimes when I'm myself, whatever. Everybody does. Uh, I was like, Oh, I should close the door. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, ah fuck it. Like literally I yeah. said that and next thing you know, like not even a minute passed and then she just stares at it. So she had the same thought. She was yeah. like, I should probably close that door. She was uh, like, are you sure you're not going to close it? <laughs> yeah. He's like, bitch, if you're not going to do nothing about it, I'm going to. Yeah. 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 Because, yeah. like, I believe that dogs can definitely see other things. Definitely dogs and um, babies and, and little kids and, you know, yeah. maybe the older generation, not generation, older people too, maybe, because they're a little closer to you. <laughs> you know god's hand yeah but um uh, i yeah it's it's scary when when things react to it and you can't see anything or you don't know why they're reacting to it yeah yeah so like i guess like i just cl- closed it and like yeah and i will say like i was pretty proud of myself because i just like went to sleep. Exactly. yo yeah. you're you're that sounds a little braver my my um uh 
I have another story, and this is from my again my mom. I'm telling you guys, my mom has like this like a foot in the other the other side. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like she's a little scary sometimes. But um, uh, when my my mom and my dad started dating, um, uh, my my mom used to scare the fuck out of my dad because and your dad like states that he doesn't believe kind. Of. Yeah, my dad's to this day he's like, well, no. The thing is, homie's he, he, a little he's bit. He's just like, I don't believe. But weird things have happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like the first story guy where like, oh, yeah, there's a little toy that normally rings around, but I don't care. You kind of person, right? So like my dad is that way where, yeah, he'll try not to believe, but things have happened, obviously. And my mom, she's like something else, dude. But like <laughs> basically when they were when they barely got together and they were barely living together, um, uh, my mom used to always just wake up in the middle of the night and she used to walk. Just to paint a picture, there's like a bedroom, and then if you get up on like if you get out on the one side, bedroom, a bed. There's a bed. If you get out of the bed and you walk a little bit, there's a big old window. Okay, kind of like we're seeing this way. Um, my mom used to just get out of the bed, walk to the window, and just look out. And she look out for a long time before my dad woke up. Before my dad woke up, and he'd go and 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 like get her back to bed, right? So. And she's like thing. not known for sleepwalking or anything. Yeah, she's anything. not known for that. And to this day, she's like a really sweet woman, by the way. She's like the calmest, like nonchalant woman ever, right? And so she would get out of bed, look at that at that window, and there was this one night that she did that, but it was not a usual night. Like she normally does that, and she's fine. This time she tried to jump out the window, and when my dad got up to get her like out to get her back to bed, she kept screaming, "No, he wants me to go. He wants me to go." And so, like, she she was, like, near the window, and as soon as she got, like, close to it, we, there used to be a lot of dogs. And it's Mexico, so stray. Yeah, there's a bunch of dogs all over the place in Mexico. So, like, as soon as she got near the window, all, like, all the neighbor's dogs started barking, like, really, really loud, really loud. And so my dad grabbed her because she was straight up about to just jump out this motherfucking window, right? So she, he grabbed her, and he, like, threw her onto the bed. As soon as she did that, all the dogs just went silent. So, like... It's scary when, when dogs start barking. It's scary when anything that can react to it. But on top of that, it's scarier to have a mom like I do, you know? Because I don't, I don't even like it when she does that. I don't like it when she, like, you know, because she's done that and while I'm alive. Like, she's, she's been a little weirder than a normal person when, I, when, I, when I've been living with them, you know? So there's that. It's, it's scary. And to go on um, your question of what do you do, do you pretend? Yeah. Um, I think I do pretend. I kind of like if I'm by myself, I kind of try to prove that I am okay. And the way I do that is by doing the opposite of what you do. If I go into my bed and I like get under the blankets, I get more scared. So I will take one hand out and put it at the edge of the bed, and I'll let, <laughs> yeah, I'll let it hang. You're like I dare you, bitch! I dare <laughs> you to touch me, dog. It, it kind of it's my way of proving like I'm not gonna get pulled. Like I'm nothing's gonna happen and that helps me oh you try to science it out yeah i'm like look what are you scared of nothing's happening and sometimes i've been too scared so i'll leave it out for like five minutes but the scare won't go away and then i do have to bring it back in um which to me yeah. kind of doesn't make sense too because my whole life i haven't had anything under my bed <laughs> it's <up. laughs> yo it's facts though like realistically everything has happened outside of the bed no like, what i mean is like there's no gap underneath the bed because for me it's always oh, been like um the bed and the colchon like so it's right mattress yeah mattress. the mattress is like right on the floor so there's nothing underneath and even now mm. underneath our bed it has like drawers so the thing is is to me i never even rationalized that like there's 
it can't be anything in there because there's drawers. To me, it's like if you're a motherfucking demon, you can probably like shift your head and stuff and like fit inside a tiny. Okay, don't give us a visual. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, like I've never ruled it out just because there's something there. And something else I want to say is, I think it's weird that it's kind of universal that people are scared of like closets, and I think there's a reason for it. You know, because like even little kids are scared of closets, and you can say, oh, "Oh, adults they watch movies or stuff like that, but a little kid hasn't experienced any of that yet, and they're scared of closets. You know, and I Mm. believe that kids are only scared or because they grow to be scared. Our natural instincts when we're born is just to be scared of falling. That's one of our natural instincts. So I think it's just the scared of the uh, being scared of the unknown. You know, like especially with dark uh, areas like a closet like a small closet is usually a dark room right and um and usually you don't know what's on the other side of that door and i think the the not knowing is what scares you know especially when you have like for example our we have a a a little bit of a closet area that has our um dryer and washer and that door is a type of door and i'll put a picture here somewhere uh that type of door that has like little little cuts in between kind of like just so you can kind of see inside or there's no like um air trapped in there or whatever and um besides that though even though it's it has a little little cuts in there it's still dark as a motherfucker like you can't you can't see inside but the the fear of it being open and not being able to see inside at night if you stare at it it might freak you out because it's dark you can't see inside but whatever is in there can probably see you Oh, yeah. and something I forgot to say that um, I don't remember if it was this story or the story before um, where they say that they had the feeling of someone watching you. That's a real feeling. I feel like we all can like tell if someone's staring yeah. at us, even if they're behind us. It does give you a feeling. It, it's, it's like a natural instinct yeah. that you built into you. Yeah. So when you have that feeling, yeah, I can't ignore that. I'm like, Thanks. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> but when we're in this topic, I was, like, <laughs> just, sorry, we have like the, a reflection kind of like mirror to our over here, so we can see ourselves. And I just see him just smiling, like, <laughs> like. Uh, but yeah, while we're in this topic, um, this next story kind of like uh, just goes right with it. It goes, I saw something lurking in my closet this morning. So, yeah. Obviously, other people have experienced this before. This morning, I had the most frightening experience of my life. Just to put a setting in place, my room has a bed in the middle against the back wall, directly in front of my closet. Anyway, back to the story. I woke up with a sweat at around 2 a.m., thinking it was too hot. It's getting harder in Australia, so I got up and turned on my fan. I felt paranoia, as anyone would feel, walking across the room at 2 a.m., but something was strange. Something was watching me. I don't know where from, but I thought nothing of it. I put quiet music in my Google Home and went back to sleep. I woke up at 3.50 a.m. again, still sweating. This was strange as I turned on my fan. My music had stopped. My Google Home was showing the sign that it was trying to connect to the Wi-Fi. I realized I was too tired to move, so I shifted my eyes in front of me to reveal my closet and to see someone staring at me with a flat expression. I squinted my eyes to see if I was looking clearly. But as I realized, I was in a reality and everything was real. He realized I was awake. A flat expression shifted to his large smile. I got up in my bed to get my fight or flight instincts ready. But by the time I lifted myself up, the noise of something falling came from my closet and the doors closed. My Google Home reconnected to the Wi-Fi and blared my music out loud. 
my parents walked into my room and said, what's going on and what the noise was. I explained everything and they believed me. We ended up moving my mattress onto the floor into my parents' room. Anyway, now that it's been 10 hours since that experience, I'm still shocked and I'm in confusion. What if I never woke up? Was the sweat a warning sign? Why was my Wi-Fi disconnected from my Google Home and reconnected when the closet shut? If anyone has had a similar experience, please help me out. I'm scared to go into my room now. I know it's easy for me to see stuff, but it reacted when it knew I was awake, so something is not right. Oh, I don't like the story. <laughs> no, no. Until, uh, we're getting to the higher levels, man. <laughs> Honestly, I think I I know you guys enough, and I've heard enough of you guys talking that I I found some stories that um uh, you, are a little. You designed them for us. I, I found the stories <laughs> that I knew you guys would would get a little more of a hit by. Um. Uh, so as yeah, we I'm scared. as we move <laughs> as we move forward, you, it does not help. We're going to Universal Studios. Um, I know. It, I think it kind of helps because it's like okay, we're the going scary to scary night. Park. We're going yes, but we're going to a theme park after this. But it's a fun time. You get fun. You laugh. You whatever, right? Um, and if not, then hey, whatever. It's Halloween season. Yeah, get a little spooky up in here. Um, uh, but regardless, though, yeah, no, I I think I think definitely there's something up with closets, and I think. Maybe this person didn't really. Actually, I can't even say anything because I am a believer. So I don't know what the heck. Did, like, was this a smile? What what explains it? Like, what the heck was did the closet door just shut and there was like a loud thud, and also the 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 Wi-Fi disconnecting. This is all like ghost symptoms, you know. Okay, there's a couple of things that I want to talk about here. One of them is the parents believed her or him and that's super cool that is cool and something that i have discussed with you oscar is what's better a relationship where one of you believes and the other one doesn't or where you both believe you know and my my thought process behind that is if you both believe do you kind of psych each other out and like sometimes even though things could be explained Mm -hmm. you're too it's two people that are scared yeah. or is it where one believes and the other one doesn't. So it kind of levels down the person that's scared. Yeah. But at the same time, what if something does happen and the person does not believe you? I I think it's better to have two believers than it is to, to have one non-believer because like if you, bro, if you wake up and you got scratches on your back, I don't want you to be like, yeah, you know, you probably just slept wrong. <laughs> like, no bitch, I'm out of here, bro. Get me the fuck. We're moving, you know? Like, it's better to just have two believers in than one, like, just, eh, it's nothing kind of person, you know? What do you prefer? Would you like for Nathan? Well, Nathan to? doesn't really believe in stuff. He, like, believes me. Oh, like, that's he, good. Like, I'll say something, and he, like, believe it, but he has never experienced anything like that, so he's, like, he has nothing to reference to. Yeah. So, like, the the feelings that I'm explaining to him, he under, he accepts them, but doesn't understand them. And cannot, that's like, actually probably the best situation to have yeah it's, like, then, it's nice because like he like he'll believe it like when i told him hey can you like close the door like he'll close it like every single night we uh <clears throat> since we have the dog i leave the bedroom door open now where before i will close it mm. but now like i want to make sure that she can walk around um so we leave it open but it has to be like <laughs> all the way to the wall like okay. if there's because if there's a little crack it, it gets me a little unsettled i get so you. i always tell him like hey can you just make sure this all the way so it's like he does it yeah so yeah that i actually, think it's like the, that's the best thing because yeah whether he can relate to it or not he at least is respecting like okay like 
And he's also supportive to it. Yeah. Like, if you need him to, like, go just kick the closet for no reason, he'll go kick the closet because he believes you, right? I don't know about that. Because if he believes me, and he's like, if I tell him, like, something's in there, he's going to be like, okay, let's get out of here. <laughs> you know what it sounds like? This sounds like a guy that believes but just hasn't, like, come out yet, you know? <laughs> Like, homie is like, okay, yeah, I don't believe because I'm a strong <laughs> dude, but he's low-key down believes. No, yeah, because, like, that's, the, that's what I'm saying. Like, he doesn't have anything to reference to. Yeah. But if I tell him, like, something's going on, he believes that. Because he, he believes, like, the stories that I've encountered. Yeah. Um. Well, that's good. At least, like, um, you. At least he doesn't like think you're like like a fool or something. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't belittle you for your stories. Because it stuff. would suck if someone's like, no, I'm not gonna open the door. Like, just deal with it. Like, if there's yeah. nothing, yeah. you're, it's all that in your head. That's the worst scenario. Yeah. When they, they don't believe you and they don't want to do anything about it. Like, yeah. like come on, you know? Um, but yeah, I like this story because it does kind of like, it's a, it's a little bit of a, a step up to the other ones. And it kind of gives you a little bit of a taste of what the next stories are going to be. But um, uh, and also, like, I think that's always freaky when you see a face. And I think I, I've read a lot of stuff now, like, in regards to this kind of stuff. Because I like hearing these things. But, like, I've read a lot of stuff where, like, your brain tries to when it's dark your brain tries to like make images because it's trying to like process what it's trying to see so like sometimes when it's really really dark even though there's nothing there your brain will try to get like the white little pixels of dust or whatever and try to make it into something so that it can know what it's seeing so sometimes that that actually ends up being like a face that you're seeing but it might not be a face it might just be your brain trying to process what's going on so like this that maybe this is what it could have been it's a little weird that the other things were paired with it like the wi-fi thing and him sweating and i also like what he put there i think it's it's it made my it made my skin a little bit like extra uh tough and my little hair stand up where he's like what would have happened if i didn't wake up you know like oh this is just like what would have happened i don't know like would that homie would have been like dragged into the closet and now he's the next closet man like oh my gosh are you <laughs> making a movie um <laughs> Honestly, though, I know we all said that we all believe and we yeah. have all had experiences. Uh, but I do want to say and put a disclaimer that that's more on the rare side, right? Like not everything is a thing. Most of them aren't. But the thing that caught me with this one is when he stood up to turn on the fan and he's like, hey, like I had that feeling that anyone gets when you're yeah. stand up in the middle of the night. But the thing is, I don't have that feeling all the time. Don't? No, oh, okay. like I think. I re because I do believe in paranormal, I don't yeah. believe there's anything in this house, you know? So yeah. I don't get scared getting up in the middle of the night. I mean, I stand up to go to the restroom and I don't turn yeah. any of the lights on just because I don't want it. I don't, don't want do to get out way. of my sleep, you know? Hell no, bro. Every light turning on. Lamps, uh, the stove light, the, the, the freaking bridge. I'll leave it open. Just any light, you know? <laughs> no, I, I, I will stand up and not turn anything on. Sometimes I'll take my phone just to light a, a little path mm -hmm. but i don't want it, to it's hard for me to go back to sleep so if i turn on the lights that will wake me up yeah but um the fact if you feel that i think that that's because there's something in the house don't say that <laughs> no but i'm saying oh do you, you feel, feel that? i feel it all the time no mm. i think it there's like a, i don't know it depends on how you're how you're feeling because like sometimes i'll feel it just randomly like even at night like i'll feel like something's going on but i think a lot of the time it's just my imagination uh, but I do feel a large percent of the time. And it doesn't mean that anything's here. Like, I truly believe that this house, it's pretty dang new. So, like, I don't think anything's here. 
Um, I was a little bit hesitant doing this episode because I'm like, man, if we're going to be telling like scary stories, he might be inviting something here to tell us a scary story, you know? So like, uh, I didn't, I didn't like that. But, um, regardless, yeah, I think sometimes you still feel it, but it doesn't mean there's something there. So that doesn't mean that your place is on to yeah, anything. Um, yeah. Cause there's been, I've been trying to do better, uh, mm-hmm. like not turning the lights on and things like that. Being a little extra restroom. Um, which I have been doing fairly well, but I still get that feeling. Yeah. So I, it even, yeah, whenever I, I'm somewhere mm-hmm. before, like literally, because my parents and my whole family will go to Mexico to TJ all the time on the weekends. Yeah. But I stayed behind because of competitions that I had. Oh, yeah. So it was all by myself in the apartment. I, it wasn't until literally I was like 20 something years old that I was able to sleep with the lights off by myself. Oh, okay. All throughout high school, that every single time I was by myself, all of the lights were on. Yeah. And I would literally fall asleep with the lights on. Yeah. So I have gotten a lot better in that sense. Because, like, now I can sleep by myself with the lights <laughs> on. <laughs> nice. But then again, I can have Sasha to be yeah. there with me. So, but to this day, like, I walk around in, in, in the dark and you feel like I have to I... talk myself through like getting back to bed. I think there's like there's I think there's a nice little line in between what's good and what's bad. So like I think the reason you have that is because you have your instinct just kick in, right? You can't see anything, you know, instinctively if you can't see what your surroundings, you're like in this mode of like I'm going to punch whatever the fudge is around me if I, you know, whatever's coming. And you're like I need to protect myself. I'm in defense mode too, you know? But uh, I think there's a nice line between your instincts and a bad feeling of something happening. Yeah. And so like in the old apartment that we used to live in, the one, uh, I don't know if we're going to say cities because it doesn't really matter, but like in the old apartment that we used to live in, um, it was a little bit on the older side. And on that place, when I walked around, I didn't get that. And even in the daylight, it was literally, it, there was sunlight, there was everything. I walked around and I didn't get that feeling of, oh, I'm in defense mode. I got that feeling of like, something is definitely here watching me and something is definitely going to like just attack me if I let my guard down. So like I got that feeling walking around and I think that's where you can, you can differentiate, you know, like, am I feeling like I'm about to be watched and attacked or am I just feeling like, Oh, I'm just in fence because I can't see what's around me. You know? Yeah. Cause like there was this one time. So once again, Nathan was away. Um, and I, and I had Sasha. No, that was before I had Sasha. Okay. So I was literally just by myself in the apartment. Uh, and I was feeling that, like, I was feeling like I was being watched, like the closet, like, and the lights were on, like, I was not like everything was off. It was like, I was still getting ready for bed and I, I had a very unsettling feeling. Yeah. So I had to call my friend to have her sleep over. Oh, but, it's a good call. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's, I, I think for me, that's why, like, I'm always like. I have my little like sensor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's um, it's good to have it on at that but point. Because like to this day, like now, if I do turn on when I go to the restroom in the middle of the night, um, and I turn on the light, I always cover one eye. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what you're about to yeah, say. Yeah, yes, you know this trick. Yes, because you t- you cover one eye and you turn on the lights. And you'll do your thing. And then when you turn oh. off the lights, one eye still oh. able to see. Yeah. Because you haven't done that? No, I didn't. Oh, my God. Okay, thing. everyone needs to go ahead and try it. <laughs> so, yeah, because you cover one eye and all you see is darkness from the yeah. one eye. 
But if you keep both of them eyes open with the lights, your eyes will adjust to that brightness. So when you oh, turn I it see. off, they they it takes them a little bit time yeah. to focus. Yeah. So that's why I I always do it like that. So I gotta make sure I got I know <laughs> what I'm know looking at. I didn't know that what there is, where, where this was going. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, he's gonna say what I talk to myself to like hype me up, and he's like, I close one of my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, okay. Good... another thing that i want to bring to the story um, yeah and it's we have sensed stuff do you rather sense stuff and not know or do you rather see things to confirm because this person saw something right yeah and the reason i have a story to that one is in the apartment that you were talking about that you were left alone um i remember one time it was on the darker side it was during that time where it's still pretty early but it's dark out mm. and my brother want my younger brother wanted um some shoes so my parents took him to buy some shoes and i stayed home by myself i don't know where you were probably in one that of your competitions them. oh you went too mm -hmm. okay so and i stayed by myself and i had been uh i had stayed by myself previously when they go to tj and stuff yeah. like that and i was fine but this one time i just felt a presence in the apartment and i could not get the feeling out of me like mm. even with all my things of i don't care i'll leave the lights off i will leave my hand on the edge of the bed i could not get the feeling away and it was scaring me and I, that's the most scared that i've ever felt because it didn't feel like one thing it felt like many things or something big and i just went to the edge of the um there's a corner where the door is and i went into that corner and i was just sitting there crying because i felt like everything was getting closer and closer Dang. and i just got too scared so i went out the door and i went down to the garage to see if the car was there yet i was yeah. i was like are they almost here and as soon as i left the house and i was walking downstairs to the garage i was like what it, what's wrong with me like there's nothing like the feeling instantly went away which made me feel like it was I was scaring myself but as mm. soon as i went back into the apartment you felt it you know? i felt it again and yeah. i did that dance like three times of just <laughs> sitting in the corner crying and it just i i don't know what that was but yeah. i didn't see anything i only like felt mm. it so um, do you rather I, feel I think, I, I think whether I, I think whether just feel it and not see it because then if you see it like I, i've seen things before and when you see it it stays in your memory and you cannot get it out dude you cannot get that motherfucker out bro like it's like a stamp onto your freaking brain um and i i don't want to have those <laughs> like pictures in my head yeah so, you know i would agree for sure yeah yeah and like I, you've seen stuff too right yeah like when i was like seven years old so like the bed is um it back back to the house in mexico that i said like it's mm -hmm. it's that we grew we've up known in. that it's there's stuff going on there yeah um so my mom's bed was here my bed was like in the corner of the room and i was feeling very unsettled yeah um i was dreaming about weird stuff so i wake up and i see like a shadow of a man in the corner of my bed so i'm like obviously start freaking out crying <laughs> yeah. and screaming so i jump into my mom's bed and my mom wakes up and she can't see anything yeah and i'm like and to this day my mom she says like yeah you freaked me out it's like you were literally screaming and crying that the yeah. man was right there. Yeah. Like, I was literally saw it. Like, I would saw it, like, go from my corner of the bed to my mom's corner of the bed and, like, just disappear. Yeah. So, that to this day, like, I'm 27 years old. Still I still there? remember it. Yeah. Like, I have a vivid memory of 
what he looked like. And a little backstory to that house. Um, everyone knows that there was something in there for sure. And um, when my dad bought it, there was history or stories told that there was gold buried in that house. Oh. And the gold that it was, it's um, old coins from back in the day called Centenarios. So you'll put a picture in it when you're editing. And my dad and grandpa tried to find it, but they never were able to find it. And we lived there until... Um, 2005 and then when we were in middle school the gold was found and it was oh. buried between our uh, it, the houses there share walls so one of the bedroom so the bedroom that you're talking about right that wall is shared between our back door neighbors and the they found the gold buried between kind of those two walls and the guy died and his and we know that you can die from toxins in gold if it's been yeah. trapped but their kids that lived in the u.s died oh. shortly after as well so they were all like associated to each other in a way Kinda, like they all yeah. got the curse of the gold so i don't know what's up but my aunt currently lives there and i don't think that she has had any stories yeah. since then since that gold was taken out dang um uh that's scary but yeah, jumping over to the next story now, though, um, just kind of like tackling what your thoughts were on your on the previous story here is mine and my sister's experience with him. Around 12 years old, I was having a dream one night that I was being chased by a silhouette that looked like an old man from the Portuguese movie in the 80s. I'll put a picture right here. <laughs> no matter how fast I run, he would catch up to me. I wake up screaming and look to the corner of the room and he's standing there looking at me, a silhouette of a tall man wearing a top hat. I scream again, and my mom comes running in the door, turns the light on. What on earth is the matter? As my eyes are adjusting, I look again and see that the hat man was actually a black wooden coat stand in the corner of the room with clothes hanging from it. I'm feeling stupid, so I mumble, sorry mom, bad dream, and go back to sleep. The next morning, I wake up, and the coat stand is gone. I go to the kitchen, and my mom hands me a bowl and starts pouring cereal. She asks, what was all that screaming about last night? I explained, oh, sorry, it was just that stupid coat standing behind the door. I thought it was a man standing there. She looks at me, confused. Coat stand? What coat stand? I say, you know, the one you moved this morning. She replies, we don't own a coat stand. We've never owned one. There wasn't a coat stand in the house, although I definitely remember seeing one prior to that day. Years later, I'm talking to my sister about some weird experiences, and I ask her, hey, do you ever remember seeing a coat stand in that house? She starts laughing. Yeah, you used to play pranks on me with it. You used to move it around the hallway, and sometimes it'd be outside my bedroom in the morning. You freaked me out, you little shit. I never moved any coat stand. I do remember seeing one in the hallway prior to that night. I saw him, but I never moved from that spot in the hallway. According to my brothers, we never owned one. According to my mom, we never owned one. Needless to say, years later, when I started seeing other people describing the hat man, my heart sank. Yeah, because I also, like... I, stories and red stories of the exact same experience that i did it's all over the place it's a lot it's weird it this one is actually uh one of those like phenomenons that are like everybody has experienced i've experienced that like when i was little and it's weird too because a lot of these are tied to like younger kids so i don't know like if it's that's a boogeyman dude it's a boogeyman <laughs> but like in real life it's weird like um uh when I was younger, I, I used to see him all the freaking time. Like, through the ages of, like, maybe, like, uh, I want to say 8 to, like, 11. 
from the ages eight to eleven, I used to see him like sitting. So my bed was like, how do I even describe it? My bed is kind of like sitting like like this. Okay, camera, look at it like this. And then there is like a a chair right behind my bed. So like me not being able to normally see that chair, but sometimes when I return enough, I'll be able to see that chair, right? So a lot of the time I used to turn and I see that chair and on that chair, he'd just be sitting there looking at me while I sleep. And I, it was a very vivid image. And like, just kind of like uh, jumping back to the, to the previous story, I'd rather not see it because I still see him. I know how he looks like. I know his shadow. I know how long his hands were, his, his feet were. I know how the top, like how big his top hat was. Like I know every single detail because I used to see him all the freaking time. And the thing is though, like, Oddly enough, I never felt, like, scared by him. Like, not scared. I never felt like I was going to be hurt by him. I, I did feel scared, obviously, like, I'm a, like, eight-year-old, nine-year-old, whatever, right? But, like, I never felt like he was going to kill me or hurt me or do anything. I felt like he was always just there, kind of curiously looking at me to see what I was. And, weirdly enough, I've read a bunch of these stories to try to find, like, the best one here. And a lot of them say the same thing. They feel like he's just looking over, but he's not doing anything. Like at all, he's just there, kind of just seeing what's going on. Like, like if anything, we're the weird ones because, like, he's like, "What the heck is this thing just lying <laughs> in this bed?" You know. So like, it's weird because it makes you really think. Like, what does the other side look like? What does the other side feel like? If we were, if, if he on his world, whatever he is, are we the weird ones? Are we the like the phenomenon to him? Like, he's somehow. What if he's sleeping? He wakes up because he's in the chair. And he wakes up. He's like the fuck what's in that bed <laughs> you know like oh my god i'm gonna call somebody because there's a ghost in my bed or whatever right but in his mind he's he's the he's a regular one you know so it's this is definitely one of the weirder ones because it's shared globally like yeah. it's not just a oh david heard this or oh oscar saw this whatever you know and that's a funny thing because like i was like around like seven mm -hmm. somewhere around that age i, I always say seven like my time in Mexico is like basically, oh, I was seven years old. I really don't know how old I was. Yeah. But I know I was 12 when I came here. Those were like definitely years before we came to the U.S. Mm. So I was seven. So I didn't have any phone. We didn't have internet. We didn't have any of those things that I could have like known about yeah, prior yeah. to that experience. I remember it wasn't until years later where we were already living in the U.S. that we kind of went diving for those stories and kind of creeped you out because you're like that's what i saw yeah and it's yeah it's so weird because i'm trying to find it, pictures it only it. happened <laughs> i think it only to me i think it only happened once i think i was i was constantly dreaming about him mm -hmm. but that was the first time where like I've, i i woke up and saw him that was and that was the only time that i saw him that's the thing too like a lot of people have experienced it like that where they like they will dream about him like before and seeing him. before seeing him and then and then it just appears randomly well that's so funny because like i was i was gonna say like oh i don't know why why he stopped afterwards it's like no i remember because like i said like i had been dreaming uh dreaming about it but i never like really told my anyone about it it was just like a dream or whatever and then that night that that happened obviously i saw it i freaked my mom out the next day she brought a priest and blessed the house since then i didn't see him or like and i didn't have any dreams about him yeah that is also another thing too because like i remember with um my experience i used to have like this really bright red chair 
Like, it was really weird. Right? And the, the weirdest thing, too, is, like, I actually, I, I talked to my mom about this. And, and this is the part that always freaks me out. But, like, that chair was there for a long ass time. And I used to see him and I used to see this other lady that always sat there on that chair. And, um, uh, and I remember that as soon as we got rid of it, it just stopped. And the weird part is that, like, I talked to my mom years later. And I was like, hey, do you remember that bright red chair? And she's like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And I was like, do you remember when we bought it or where we bought it from? And she's like, no, I don't, I don't remember buying it. I just remember that you just had it. And I'm like, what? Like, you have, like, what? you don't just come into an apartment. There's a freaking, like, chair there. And then she's like, no, no, I, I don't remember where we got it from, but I do remember that you just one day had it there. And I'm like, oh, okay. And she's like, I thought you got it. And I'm like, no, I didn't get that chair. Like, I thought you got it for me. <laughs> so, and like, how did that chair show up? Our families are the types that have the same furniture for years. Yeah, we don't change it, yeah. dude. So like, and it wasn't in like a beat up chair. Like if it was, if it was a beat up chair at that time, we were really poor, by the way. So like, if it was a beat up chair, I'd be like, oh yeah, they bought it from Goodwill, blah, blah, blah. No, it was, it was a decently good shaped chair. Like it was like a good regular chair, right? It was one of those, it's like a desk chair, right? But it was a, it wasn't beat up. It wasn't scratched, nothing. It was a good condition. But the thing is, we have no idea how the fudge it got there. Like she didn't buy it. My dad didn't buy it. Well, my dad didn't, doesn't really buy me anything, but like, so he wouldn't buy it. And then I didn't get it. I didn't bring it from anywhere. So, like, how did it get there? And um, that's the part that's always weird it is out. Maybe we just forgot. I don't know. Maybe you can prove it with whatever. But, like, ew. I was sharing the sentiment with this sister where she says, you little shit. And I'm looking right at you <laughs> because you used to be the most scared of all of us. And you would want to scare us yeah. to sharing your scare. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to be the only one freaking getting <laughs> haunted there. There's, there's there's power in numbers <laughs> <laughs> not if you scared those numbers <laughs> yeah uh, there's also been like a lot of like oh here's the one i was trying to look for there's like been sightings and stuff and i'll put it here let me let me throw it onto our projector here um but there has been like sightings and stuff of like of um uh, and i'll put it here as well somewhere in, in, the, in the video but like there's been sightings of like things too that have always been a little weird how like like even this, just it looks like a silhouette, right? But it looks like a silhouette of a of a dude. Like you can see kind of like a face right here, and then like a little hat going on here, like next to something. But like, there's always been little things that like just make it even more surreal. And there's been like there's like a large community in Reddit that like believes in this. Um, but there's also like other little stories and stuff of how it looks. Um, there's also been like uh, there's someone who made really cool art about this, and I don't know where. I don't know if I'll be able to find it, but there's someone that made really cool art where, like, because everybody that talks about the hat man, um, by the way, that, that's what his name that's is. That's what I saw. This one? That. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw the eyes. Oh, that's weird. A lot of people don't see the eyes. I saw but the there's eyes. a good amount of people who, who do see the eyes. Some people say they see him with a smile. And, like, he's always just a big old smile. Um, uh, but a lot of them say that he just doesn't have any expression to him. But this is exactly, this is a version of what I... I like this meme I'll put it in here. Can the hat man save Joe Biden's legacy? Interesting. <laughs> um, but um, uh, uh, a lot of people say they just see him with no expression. There's just like a silhouette of a man. People have described him, but they have described him differently. So like some people say like, oh, he's actually wearing a cowboy hat. Or somewhere like, oh, I can see the eyes. And oh, I can see him with his eye smile. Some people have said they actually can see a coat. I even only saw him with a silhouette. I didn't see a coat. But some people say they saw it like that. Some people say he just looks like a regular man, not tall, whatever, right? 
and then someone made this really cool art piece and i'll try to find it and throw it in here if i find it you'll see it if i don't well hey too bad but like um uh, there's a really cool art piece where like uh there's uh there's basically like one one hat man that just looks tall and skinny and he you know it's just a silhouette and uh, there's like he's he's like walking in front and then behind him is a bunch of different versions of him and they're all following like a little kid and so like i think that's really cool because it does describe it perfectly like there's a lot of different versions of him that like people have seen but it's all kind of tied to him that's you know? really cool art yeah i thought it was really really cool um again i'll try to find it but i don't know but yeah, and it's just scary, man. It's scary when people when people say that you've seen things that look that that you've seen as well. We have one story left. Is it is it the worst? Um, no, I actually, you know what? I really thought you guys were gonna get a little more spooked by that one, but you guys didn't. So I don't know how this one's gonna I got feel. Really spooked. I got <laughs> oh, okay, well, next, one, next one's good. Then next one's a little bit. That's why we're trying not to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys want to pile all of a sudden. But um, <laughs> this next one, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's as scary because it doesn't tie to you guys as much. It doesn't tie to me as much. But it's just a weird experience that feels a little too real. So just jumping over to it, it is buckle up, lads and ladies. This one's a doozy. I believe it was 2011 or 2012. The guy I was seeing at the time, now ex, had a really good friend that we stayed with often. Him and I were babysitting for his friends and that guy's wife. Mind you, it was daylight when this happened. They had just moved into the house and they weren't really totally unpacked yet. And they had their youngest upstairs sleeping in the back and playing. My ex and I were sitting down in the living room watching TV when we heard it what sounded like footsteps running down the hallway of the floor above us. Me, thinking the toddler figured out how to climb out of the playpen, Went running because I was concerned to fall down the steps. I get to the bottom of the stairs and the running stops. I get up there and there's no one there. Look into the baby's room and he's sleeping. Immediately, I freaked out and grabbed the baby and went back downstairs. I told my ex and now he's freaked out because we both heard it. An hour or so later, the couple comes back and I explain what happened. They laughed at us. I'm adamant because it really freaked me out. They just brushed me off, so I shut up. That night, one of their dogs started growling and barking at the basement steps. The guys go check it out and make sure someone didn't get into the basement. They didn't find anything, but an hour or so later, all of us, including the dogs, are in the living room watching TV, and clear as day, we all hear running in the hallway upstairs. At this point, the guy's wife and I are freaked out, obviously yelling, I told you, I told you. So my ex and his buddy run up the stairs, and again, as soon as they get up there, the running stops. They make their way up, and no one is up there. The windows are all shut and locked and they didn't find anything. My ex's friend grabbed ratchet straps and rigged the door at the top of the steps closed just in case and we all slept in the living room. Here's the part that terrified me. And I still think about this 11 years later. It took a long time but eventually I fell asleep. I had this dream that I was in an old park, one of the ones with a baseball field. I saw this girl in what looked like a white nightgown. She looked upset so I went over to her and asked if she was okay. She said no and that she had to get home because she's missing and her boyfriend is looking for her, but there's someone bad in the house waiting for him. I told her I'd go with her and all of a sudden, we're in this house. The same house. She told me to hurry and find him before he does. So I started running upstairs. I didn't find anyone and then came back down to the main floor and the bathroom door is closed. So I'm trying to open it and I hear this horrible laugh. I finally get the door open and the girl's boyfriend is standing there for whatever reason. I immediately knew something wasn't right. The guy looks at me with a knife in his hand and starts laughing and flaying his arm saying, you think you can get rid of me? This is my house, mine. 
And as he's talking, he's cutting himself and pulling the skin back. I don't remember much of it after, but I do remember the girl. She got sucked away into a black mass and it went into the basement. I also remember waking up screaming, never, never in my 30 years have I ever had a dream as terrifying and as sick as this one. I wouldn't go anywhere alone in that house after that. And it wasn't long after that they moved out of there. For as many experiences I've ever had over the years, this one still gets me more than any investigation I've ever done. Um, yeah. What do you guys think about this one? So this one, the girl that had the dream mm-hmm. was the friend, not the homeowner. Yeah. No, she was just a friend that had her boyfriend there, and they were just helping babysit um, the baby and also kind of look at right after the house. Never buying a house or a basement. <laughs> yeah i mean don't like what do you need or a basement for yeah and if you do you know what i don't understand like i really maybe it's just because i'm not a homeowner but like how come there's no more there's more there's no lights in there how come there's like only one little light bulb that's freaking <laughs> swinging from the top ceiling and it's just like about to go out if you touch it a little too hard it goes out it's like what's the, every time you yeah, like, on. what's the deal with that dude get a whole ass lighting system down there you know like doesn't matter to get a little generator with a light or something <laughs> just put light the third thing that always gets me mad and I'm just going to rant at this point, but like, it always gets me so mad um, when there's like people that go hunting for ghosts, whatever. And, and then they, their like preparation is getting like a flashlight and going down there. Like, bro, <laughs> what that little flashlight going to do? Go to Home Depot and buy one of those bigger lights, homie. The ones that can light like freaking whole ass hallways and shit. Like, why do you get the tiniest little flashlight? You know, like, and also bring a knife, dude. If you, if you're <laughs> going to go have a ghost, you're right. Okay, a demon, whatever. whatever. At least, at least the knife makes you feel a little protective, right? That was a demon. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. Come on, get it right. <laughs> but like, at least a knife gets you a little more like feeling of protection. So you got your big old flashlight, you got a big old knife. You know, maybe the demon's gonna be more scared of you at that point. But like, gonna like, why do you not get more preparation? You know. But kind of going back to this story here, um, I feel like that's. This is another one of those common ones where you hear footsteps and there's nobody there. Have you guys ever kind of run into that situation before? I don't think footsteps, but at the same house that we've been talking about this whole episode, um, there's been times where my mom will go like to grocery shopping, to the mercado and stuff like that. Uh, Mercado is just like a regular market in English. She will go and then I will stay behind. I don't know if y'all were around or you went with them. I, I... I can't remember, okay. but I vividly remember where I was like upstairs uh, on the second floor and I would hear my mom always like scream like, hey, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm here. Uh, yeah. um, so I would run downstairs and like see what she got me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I remember this one time I definitely like I was playing upstairs and I heard her saying like, I- I'm here. And then I come down and no one was there. Oh. Like it was literally my mom's voice. And no one was there. That's so, weird. I have never heard like footsteps or anything like but that. But you've heard something but else. But I've like heard things. And yeah, that, that, and that's the thing that really did freak me out. Yeah. Because it was literally my mom's voice. But yeah. I've actually heard your voice. Yeah. Yeah. In the apartment that we moved into that we also talked about in this episode. And everyone went to TJ and I stayed behind. And I was going to the kitchen and from the room, I heard you like, Mari. And that scared the crap out of me. Because when it's I'm like. I'm going to peep that out because she just said her name and she normally doesn't want to have it in there. Oh, I haven't said my name yet. Unless you don't care that your name's in the video now. So I might even cut this out if it's not important enough. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that that's the scariest when you can hear things and um, but when it's someone's voice that you know and you know they're not there. Yeah. I think that I don't know that creeps me out like nothing else does. Yeah, yeah. It's I, I think um, there's like different levels of um, getting scared by paranormal activity. Um, I think the the ones that are like, I think they're like where it starts off is when like something a noise is made, right? Just like a random noise of maybe like something falling, a toy, whatever it is, right? And then after that, I think it's like something moving, like an object moving. And then after that is when like you hear some like someone call at at you, like that's scary as hell. But then another thing is like seeing somebody, you know? Like I think that's where the levels stand. Um, there was a time that. Like, uh, we moved into that apartment that I was talking about, I mentioned earlier as well in this episode. And then it was like, uh, we, we were just there. And I think this all just kind of tied together, but like, we were just there. And um, uh, my little sister was maybe like, uh, maybe like close to two years now at this point. She was still crawling. Like, homie couldn't walk yet and all of that. And uh, in that apartment, it was two, two, sto- two floors. And um, we had moved in, and we were kind of, like, unpacking stuff, and we made, we made food because we were celebrating that we just moved in. And um, uh, she was, like, at the, at the bottom of the stairs. And these stairs were, like, phew, I, mean, I want to say maybe it's, like, 12 steps of stairs to go up to the second floor. And she was just there, and I saw her. And then um, uh, I, I went to go get, like, food, and it was only maybe, like, a minute or two. And I came back, and my sister was not there anymore. She was not at the, at the, at the bottom of the stairs. She was, like, just sitting all the way to the top of the stairs, and I'm and and like that mind fucks you a little bit because you're like, how the fuck? Like what? Like how does she get up there? She can't. She can barely even crawl. She just started learning how to crawl. How is she all the way to the top of the floor? And it was only and it only took her less than like a minute or two to get up there. Like something must have helped her get up there, or something must have taken her up there, or whatever it is. Because there's no way that she could have done that. Like how do you science this out of that? You know. And this is the morning part, right? And the story that you talked about your mom seeing someone in the closet is that yeah, night it's that same night yeah same night so it you know what else i never even thought about this before so if you go all the way to the top of the stairs and you take a left you you are now met into that room that has the closet which my mom claims that she saw somebody in so like i don't know like what i don't know if that connects to me at all but like just kind of like now being into like theories or whatever just you know hypotheticals <laughs> or whatever um uh, was was like whatever the entity was there was it trying to like help my little sister get all the way to the top of the stairs so that she'd crawl into the room and be left because nobody was up there like nobody was up there so was it trying to help it my little sister get closer to the room so that she can kind of like go in and see well something i'll say is i think we definitely believe in spirits and ghosts and stuff i don't yeah. think that they're all bad that's true. I think that one in specific was menacing, though. <laughs> that um, one seemed very bad. <laughs> you know, something I've thought about before, um, and I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want it to happen. Um, yeah. But whenever we have kids, I don't know how I would react if my kids suddenly start saying they have an imaginary <laughs> friend or some shit like that. I think you have to just play it out and see how it feels. I mean, does, does, your, does your dog ever kind of just walk around pretending like someone is holding it or on a leash with it <laughs> does it ever walk itself because one thing that i have always said like why because like you have seen things lalo like our brother has seen things i have definitely seen things like why because like for me like 
I recently found out that I was literally the last one to see my grandpa like alive. Like I saw him die because he had a heart attack, and I I was the one that like told my parents or the families like, yeah. hey, my grandpa fell. Um, so that's why I thought I was like, oh, maybe it's because I've experienced like death, and like I literally saw death happen in front of me. But at the same time, like who knows? Yeah, like, why people are able to see different things. Yeah. And see things. And I, it also depends on, like, what your history has been, right? Like, I know that um, uh, there's groups of people that have never been experienced. Like, your, your your boyfriend, Nathan, like, he says that he never experienced anything like this before. So, like, well, how come his upbring- upbringing or how come his life has been in, in shaped in such a way that he's never experienced anything like this before? You know? Is it just because, like, we've lived, we've only lived in, like, old houses and broken down places? Is it only because we have had, like, more tougher experiences in our lives you know like what causes all of this i think sometimes it's like we leave ourselves open because mm. like also like we grew up i don't i wouldn't say we grew up super religious but definitely like grew up with religion yeah which i cannot say the same thing for him mm. uh so because yeah like we've known yeah. about, like i've known about demons and like ghosts and things like that since younger because of like religion and like so there's a hell and there's a heaven and mm. there's all of these things so religion kind of like puts this picture in your brain that there's another side of things possibly yeah and i don't know what's up right like i really don't know what these spirits are or what these feelings are but the house that we talked about and the apartment we talked about both my mom had holy water sprayed there and when she did oh yeah that's when we stopped they stopped we've had yeah it's always that too we've had similar similar like outcomes where like we we do some sort of like uh anti-ghost proofing or whatever and then like they just disappear and it's the weirdest thing too like how does it all happen you know which also like being brings like the question of like is it because we think we've Mm -hmm. done it and now (laughs) it's all good yeah uh yeah yeah i think there's definitely because Although I am, I do believe there's definitely like I try to rationalize as much as I can. So there's definitely like still a piece in the back of my head of like, do I make myself see things? Because mm. the mind is so powerful. Yeah. Like, yeah. like the fact that we as human beings don't even use like the, our entire yeah. you only lose like a abilities, yeah, yeah. of yeah. our brain. So yeah. it could easily be like us making things up and like hearing things and seeing things like that's why like this schizophrenics oh like, yeah they're, they, they see a whole different yeah reality than what we see yeah so that's literally the mind like just at work yeah. what like, about people that have been things. diagnosed with that and what if they are hearing things yeah, yeah. Well, that's what Weird. i'm saying like who's to say who's to yeah. like who knows yeah well with that note uh we're gonna go ahead and end the episode here but uh yeah spooky season is upon us guys um uh, put holy water in your house uh maybe bring some priest in to just kind of like sleep in the in the <laughs> couch not sure how you like to deal with it get but, a dog uh, yeah get a dog <laughs> definitely do not get a baby i've heard spirits <laughs> like to get into it um uh, so yeah just take care of yourself and uh have a happy halloween and we'll see you next episode Later. Bye.